I am so excited to share ideas with you today on self-care. Now, don't roll your eyes. It doesn't mean that you need to spend a lot of time or a lot of money doing something you don't want to do. The 2022 State Mothers of the Year have great self-care ideas, and I'm sure you'll get some inspiration on what is right for you. So stay tuned. Welcome to the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast, a show that lifts, encourages, supports, and educates mothers to do their best in their awesome responsibility to raise, teach, and champion the rising generation. Join us as we talk to and answer questions from mothers nationwide about the challenges, heartbreaks, joys, and lessons learned from one mother to another. Welcome to the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast. My name is Deanne Taylor, and I am your host today. We all know that self-care is important so we can maintain a good balance in our lives. If you're like me, I wonder what self-care really looks like. There are so many people telling me what I should do and what is the best thing for me, but I'm not sure that's what I want to do and if I even like what they suggest. A renowned healer and emotional trauma expert, Antonia Harmon, said, self-care is anything that improves your quality of life. She also said that self-care includes any time you take to nourish and build yourself. Sounds to me it's about you and not about what somebody else thinks you should be doing. So think about that for a minute. What will improve your life? Are you thinking? What are some of the things you would like to do or want to do? That's all self-care. The 2022 State Mothers of the Year were asked the question, what does self-care look like for you? I'll be sharing ideas from 14 of these mothers. So let's hear what the first group has to say about what self-care is for them. My name is Vanessa Lopez. I am the mother of the year for California. Self-care is so essential, (laughs) so important. And that's definitely been a lesson to keep learning. A friend of mine gave a great definition she learned from a therapist that balance is it's an ongoing process. It was better phrased than that, but the balance is not something you achieve and then it's done. You have to constantly be looking at it and adjusting. So self-care for me personally is first thing in the morning, I have quiet time. I get a cup of coffee and go straight back to my room. I pray, I read the scriptures. If a child needs me, I set it down, of course, always duty first, but to have that habit of starting that same quiet connection with the Lord, that grounds everything. And I always get my exercise. It's nothing fancy. I'm not out to run a marathon, but by George, I get that walking in. I've been very creative throughout the years. We had a little two bedroom condo and I would walk up and down the alley while my kids would ride their vehicles. So that exercise, fresh air is just not negotiable. (laughs) Making sure I'm eating well in a way that makes me feel good. Time with my husband is super important. We have a date on a regular basis. By now we can get a weekly date because the boys are old enough for us to step out. That only took 14 years. <laughs> but yeah, for sure connection with him is vital. And that habit of again in the evenings, I, I always read. Reading is a big part of my life. If I keep that intellectual sort of feeding of my mind, it, it gives meaning and purpose to everything else that I do. 
Hi, my name is Kim Vogt, and I am the 77th mother of Nebraska. Self-care for me. That's been hard. Through the years with my children growing up, I think I neglected myself. But as I've gotten older and my children have stepped away, and as I became a massage therapist, I realized I have got to start taking care of myself. So I'm a very firm believer. I get a massage every other week. I do go get my toenails painted <laughs> about every couple of months. I'm also starting to read more inspirational books, daily devotional books. I think you have to feed your mind. I enjoy feeding my body. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'm a big foodie. That's my self-care too, but enticing all of your senses. You need to focus on all of your senses and especially your mind, building your mind and stuff, because I think um, as study has shown, if you don't learn something new every day, as you get older, you're going to start losing some of those things. That's my big thing right now is self-growth. I'm Kristen Brown from Florida. I'm trying to be really focused on eating and sleeping every day. <laughs> my doctors have said I have to eat and sleep every day. <laughs> my name is Amanda St. Pierre. I am mother of the year for the state of Missouri. <laughs> it's hard most days because you just don't put yourself first when you're mom. Everybody else is ahead of you. But when I take the time to fix my hair, put makeup on, it makes me feel better too. I'll take time out in the mornings to have a devotional before the kids wake up. Sometimes it's why the kids wake up and I'm just like, mom needs a little moment of quiet time. But that for me really gives me the best self-care to get going with my day. That and coffee, <laughs> lots of coffee. I'm a lot of just give me a little bit of coffee in my creamer kind of mom. <laughs> so I think starting out there on the positive note is really what gives me, as I can go into the physical part, I think that's just as important for the spiritual part of self-care to get yourself going for the day. And then I feel like it gives you, I say joy, but it gives you the kind of inspiration you need for the day for whatever else you're going to tackle, including if that means washing your hair. <laughs> Thank God for dry shampoo, right? <laughs> I'm sure you've considered some of the ideas that these four women suggested. Reading, quiet time or devotional, self-growth, exercise, a massage. Now that sounds nice. Nails, fix your hair and makeup daily, and eating and sleeping. We as mothers need to take care of ourselves so we get proper rest and proper nutrition. There's a lot of things expected from us as mothers, and we have so many things drawing on our energy. We need to at least do that much for ourselves. I hope you also notice that each of these mothers had a different vision of what self-care is for them. It is such an individual decision. This is about your self-care and what is right for you. I've read several articles that list things you can try for self-care. Some of them I thought were pretty obvious and others surprised me. I didn't think they were really self-care activities, but the more I studied self-care and its importance and what it brings to you as a person, I think these ideas might have a good place. I'm going to give you three of them. Declutter and clean a space. Declutter your social media accounts. And another one is write down thoughts and impressions about a stressful or an emotional event to help you overcome it. 
Now, these might seem hard things to get started on, but once you start going through them, I think it'll relieve you of that clutter, both mentally and physically. Self-care is definitely different for everyone. I'd like to listen to a couple more ideas from our 2022 Mothers of the Year. My name is Delene Basden, and I am the 2022 Mother of the Year from Massachusetts. It sounds funny that my self-care revolves around the kids, but I worked hard to mold these kids into who they are today. I enjoy sports. We're a sports-oriented family. We do a lot of sports activities. We attend a lot of games. I go to all their games. They still play recreational sports, hockey, basketball, and we can often so love, love, love to cook. And it's hard to cook for a family of three. That's who is home now. So I'll cook for 15 and hope that somebody will drop by. And then my other passion for self-care is baking. I love to bake and decorate cakes. I am Rachel Turnstrom and I am Illinois Mother of the Year. So what self-care looks like for me? Uh, just simple things like I try to get out and do a Manny patty, I guess when I can, but I have a really good support system. My dad and my godmother, my aunt, they are very involved with our lives and they are here all the time. My dad's amazing, comes over like every single day <laughs> and I have the luxury they both live within 20 minutes from us. So I definitely try to take the opportunities when they come here during the day to get out. I do a lot of shopping for design and styling for projects that I may have or stuff that I have going on. And for me, that is a huge weight lifted off. I love being able to go out and actually find these things and take the time to do them without my kids around. So that's definitely something that I've done. My name is Patricia Clark and I am from Maine. Until I hurt my shoulder, I was doing yoga several times a week, walking, of course, but also to take some time to just be peaceful and not think about all the papers that are ungraded or anything else and visualizing a lovely place to be and just being calm. I think it's interesting that one mother considered working and doing her designs without her children with self-care, while another enjoyed her time to breathe and not to work. Some of you might enjoy meditating as you relax. This next mother of the year has a very interesting take on self-care. Hi, I am Demetria Davis, and I am the North Carolina Mother of the Year. Self-care looks like to me, which can be hard sometimes, but it's so funny that you say self-care because I was just talking to my 27-year-old daughter tonight as I was cooking dinner and she was just telling me how tired she was, her and her husband working and juggling and everything. She works from home. And I told her, I said, you have to take care of yourself. She's working right now because she works this shift right now. She doesn't get off until 11 o'clock at night, but she's so tired. She's burnt out. And I said, it's okay to talk to your supervisor and say, I just need some time. Can I take the rest of the day? I said, even if it's until your husband gets home, you and the baby just sitting down on the couch and just relaxing. She's working on trying to plan a women's brunch. I said, and even just leave that alone. Don't do anything. Self-care sometimes is saying no. That is self-care sometimes. Saying no, I'm not going to clean. I'm not going to do laundry. I'm not going to do this, but I'm going to take a minute and just relax and breathe. So Self-care for me is sometimes saying no and 
honestly, cooking is self-care for me because it helps me. It just helps me think and it's a relief. Have you ever thought that saying no would be a good self-care strategy for you? I'm still learning how to say no. Sometimes it's easier than others, right? So far, three mothers have mentioned food, either eating or cooking. Is that something you like to do? Would you like to create a new recipe, try a new dish, or cook for others? I guess I would consider baking with my grandchildren as self-care. I really enjoy sharing my love of baking with them and to see what they create. They're decorating cookies or mini cake or making mints for a family gathering. They're very creative and I like watching them having fun while they're learning to do new things. Some self-care activities don't need to be done every day. Hi, I'm Nancy Butker. I am Mother of the Year from the state of Iowa. Self-care. Well, I'm very intentional about how I live. And I measure every opportunity through the scope of my mission for life. It is more hard to relax because I've always had a lot of energy and wanted to use it productively. So I've learned. I'm retired from the Senate five, six years ago, anyway, and then went on the Board of Regents. So that's still a, a really big job. But I've always felt it important, even when the kids were all home and I taught, to not ever bring work home. So that's to separate relaxation and not to mingle at all. I'm not married to my phone and I'm fine with shutting down. I love to play games. There's so much going on around us and so much information available. This could add to anxiety. Have you considered that self-care could include reducing screen time, including the news, or shutting down your phone for a period of time, just like Nancy does? We will take a quick break and be back in less than a minute. Thank you for submitting all the creative and inspiring names on the American Mothers Community Facebook page for our virtual learning program. The suggested names are being reviewed to be sure there aren't already programs with any of those names on them. And then those names will be submitted to the board that'll pare it down to man, five, six, seven names for you to select the name that you think would be good. We hope to have that up in the next week. So keep watch on the American Mothers Community Facebook page for the ballot to select your favorite name for the virtual learning program. Voting will close by January 30th. So you get on that Facebook page and submit your name. Welcome back to American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast. I am Deanne Taylor. And today we are talking about ways to be nice to ourselves through self-care. I'm sure you have noticed that everyone so far has a different view of what self-care looks like. The goal for this podcast is that you will get inspired to find the right self-care activities for you. Remember, they don't have to be done daily. They need to be something that'll bring you relief and peace. Self-care is a time for you to build and relax. You do what will help you relax and rejuvenate. Another tip I came across when I was reviewing the information about self-care was one that I really appreciate. One way to care for ourselves is to use our senses as much as possible, no matter what you do. Kim mentioned this. It's important to be aware of the sounds, the smells, textures, taste, and or colors of your surroundings. Connecting with your surroundings will help ground you 
and increase your awareness. Maybe that's why some people like to take a run or a jog or a walk in the park or outdoors. Some people just like to go sit in a park and appreciate what goes on around them. One of my favorite places is going up the canyon to the little creek and just watching the water ripple over the rocks and just enjoying the birds and the greenery and the fresh water running down the creek. Let's hear what Diana discovered about self-care. Hello, everyone. I'm Diana Klein, and I am representing the Battleborn State of Nevada. That is a hard one. Self-care for me, oftentimes we as moms and myself included, we put ourselves on the back burner and that has come back to haunt me. Came back to haunt me first year after Mason was born. I just wound up exhausted and I wound up actually crying to my husband. I'm like, I need you to take a day off work so I can have a day to just go get my teeth cleaned or cut my hair. So that was kind of the wake up call that day. And my husband and I sat down and he hundred percent agreed that every day I need to take about 30 minutes to do something for myself, whether it's just sit in a quiet room and stare at the wall and collect my thoughts, go on a walk, get quick yoga routine in. That's what we stick to every day is 30 minutes of Diana time to reset. So that's what it looks like for me. I think Diana made a very good point. She realized early that she needed a break to take time for herself. She was fortunate to have a husband that was there to support her. And I understand some of you mothers won't have that. In the early years with children, my husband was working six days a week, so I didn't have anyone at home to help me find time for myself. I talked to a few of my neighbors who had children near the same age as mine, and they had the same issue. So we decided that we would swap watching kids at least once a month so each of us could take some me time. Like I said, it was only about once a month, and then I watched other kids during that time. But that me time was something I could look forward to. And I was just so happy to help my friends have their me time too. So maybe that might work for you. And Mitch and I have reviewed several online articles about self-care. I will be sure and put those in the show notes so you can review the information to see if they have any ideas for you. One thing that was mentioned in one of the articles was to do something creative. That can include so many different areas. Crafts, woodworking, painting, drawing constructing, designing, cooking, writing, music, the list goes on. My sister who's 88 years old loves to work on puzzles. It takes her weeks sometimes to finish a puzzle, but she's determined to get it done. She's a lot more patient than I am. So bottom line is embrace your talents and build on them. Let's listen to a few more 2022 Mothers of the Year. Hi, I'm Cheryl Ho and I'm Hawaii Mother of the Year. I take every morning and I do gratitude. I remember every day why I do what I do and just take a moment and relive the precious moments of my life. Whether just I pick one and I sit there in that moment and I relive it and I'm grateful that I've been able to experience that. So that sets my day and getting out and going for a hike. For me, being in nature and just living in my thoughts and just enjoying life at a different place is definitely self-care. <laughs> I'm Alicia Pillow Darty, Arkansas Mother of the Year 2022. Self-care to me is, it can be as simple as husband and kids, y'all go in the living room and watch a movie. Mom's going to sit in the bed and simply play solitaire on her phone. 
<laughs> or it could be a, a day at the spa. It just depends on where I'm at in my journey. What can I squeeze in? Can I squeeze in a 15, 20 minute bath with candles? Or can I go and spend a whole day? To me, it's not so much about what you do, but it's the time that you take. Even if it's 30 seconds, you just step back, you breathe, you refocus yourself, and then you move forward. I'm Christy Good, and I am the mother of the year from the state of West Virginia. Self-care for me is being able to set aside some time for me each day to prioritize myself. And it's hard. It's hard when you're a mom. It's hard when you're involved, when you work. It's hard when you're involved with organizations. It's just hard to prioritize time for yourself, but that is so important. And I think that so many of us have gotten away from that because we're so focused on our family. We're so focused on our children. We're so focused on work, just everything. And we need to be able to take care of ourselves so that we can take care of these other areas. And I think that's where we kind of start to fall short because we want to do all the things and it's just normal. That's just how we are. We're women, we're nurturing. It's just normal to do that. I saved this clip for last. I think Natalie sums up the real purpose of self-care. See what you think. Hi, my name is Natalie Fikes and I am Georgia mother of the year. I'm be honest. Self-care is a new thing for me. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm addicted. I'm addicted to it. It's so new to me because you can tell me that I wasn't taking care of myself because taking care of other people and making them feel good and all the success of bringing out the best in people was how I took care of myself. I was dying slowly. And it wasn't until I realized that the more I did what I love to do, the more I focused on what made me happy first, the more I was able to give to others because I was full. I was giving out of excess versus using my giving to fill myself. It's, it's this web, you know? So real self-care is, good morning, Natalie. Let's take care of you so that you can take care of the world. You deserve self-care. You need self-care. You give so much to your family and children, your outside activities, your job. It's hard to take time for yourself, I know. There's never enough time and everyone else demands so much of your time and energy. You owe it to them and you owe it to yourself to take time for self-care. So if you need an excuse, you're helping your family when you take a few moments for yourself. You are worth it every day. So here's a call to action. If you aren't taking time for yourself, start today. Commit that you will start taking at least five minutes every day to, for yourself. Even if it's just sitting quietly somewhere and just meditate or think of what your goals are gonna be or what you would like to do. And then from that five minutes, you can build up what works for you. You are the mom and you need to be sure you care for yourself so you can care for others. Antonia Harmon has another statement that makes sense. She said, what matters is what nourishes your soul. So focus on doing what makes you feel calm, connected and happy. Happy self-care.
The podcast during January 2024 were selected to help many of our mothers with their New Year's resolutions or their new goals for the year. Last episode was about decluttering and decorating your home with what you have. This time we talked about self-care and taking care of yourself. Remembering it's an important thing to do. It's not a luxury. And next time we will delve into ways to improve our physical health. That is a very broad topic. So be sure to join us next time when we learn from an expert mom. See you then. I'm Doris Donnelly. I'm the National Mother of the Year for 2022. And I have a couple of tidbits for not just newer mothers, but some that are a little more seasoned with older children. What I did with my children, communication wasn't always easy. Sometimes the the verbal communication, there were misunderstandings. So there were three things that we did in our house. When we're holding hands, we squeeze three times to indicate, I love you. And pretty soon, that, that is actually transferred from both of my children and now to my grandchildren, that when we're holding hands, all of a sudden, someone will give three squeezes. And that's just an I love you. Don't have to say it. It doesn't have to get mushy, but it's kind of heartwarming. Another thing that we did in our house is I had books for both of my children, journals, really. And I would write letters to my children and I would put them under their pillow. And then a day or a week later, the book would return and be under my pillow. And it was just a time, you know, my son was nine at the time when I started this and my daughter was uh, probably 17. And communicating with a, a nine-year-old is very different. I mean, I, in fact, I was looking at this. I have like four pages that I've written to his one page and then four pages and then his one page. But my daughter, on the other hand, I would write two or three pages and she would write two or three pages. And that way she, we were able to communicate without feeling judged or seeing each other's faces or, or misinterpreting. So that's another way that we communicated. And then one more is we had what we called blessing boxes. And um, these are just two of them. And inside what we would do is, as we're thinking about each other, my husband had one, I had one and each kid, and we would write notes to each other. And so this box is full of all of these treasured notes from over the years that we've written to each other, telling each other what we like or, you know, how much we care about each other. And recently I noted that this is my daughter's box and in her box, my grandson made this little bouncy ball and he put this bouncy ball in her box. So it's just a way of letting each other know that you're thinking about them without, you know, maybe you're not in a good place with them. Maybe communication is a little um, sparse if you're with a teenager. This was a great way to communicate also, just letting them know that you're thinking about them. So those are three things that we did to communicate with each other throughout the years. And it, as you can tell, it's still going with grandkids. Thank you 
Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you like what you heard, subscribe so you can get your weekly dose of mom-to-mom encouragement. We understand that being a mother can be overwhelming, but we hope that you found something useful you can apply to your own life. We invite you to share this episode with a friend who might also enjoy the message. The mission of American Mothers is to support mothers, empowering them to positively impact their families and communities. We want each one of you to discover and share your innate, inherent, and natural abilities to bless your children and others. The primary purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of American Mothers Incorporated, its members or employees. AMI is not responsible for, nor does it verify the accuracy of the information contained in the podcast, nor does the series constitute any professional advice or services. We look forward to visiting with you one mom to another next week. Until then, just do your best at mothering and remember you're not alone. You've got an army of mothers all around you cheering you on.